there's a bear in my podium. There's no bear. I am the here to check it out. Ma'am, I wouldn't go in that podium. I just. You're going to find something. <laughs> yeah! I'm only kidding, sir. That was far too easy. Don't do that to me. Yeah. Nick, watch out, there's a bear. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to say that I've been vindicated. There was a bear. Don't y'all worry, I've been raising her since she was young and just as my own. <laughs> this American counter service. This is worse than the bear on bear action. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing is worse than the bear on bear action. <laughs> no. No. That's, uh, yeah. No. Why do people uh, talk? <laughs> I don't understand. Take your time, I don't want to have just to say they're, that. They're being This is News Today with WDW News Today. I'm Tom Corliss of WDWNT.com. Please like this video, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell to make sure you never miss the latest from the Disney theme parks all around the world. Now, before we get to the news, I have a number of announcements and updates I need to give you um, about this show and some others here on the channel and some other things going on. So first of all, I want to note we have uh, some special programming. Now, obviously, I'm going to be away next week. Um, so, WW News Tonight on the TV channel is not going to be happening next week, but Eric and Jason are going to be doing something else, and that is a very special, uh, we did a spring cleaning auction, we're now doing a fall cleaning auction, and that'll be happening at 8 p.m. on Thursday, September 28th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and that'll happen right here on this channel. Um, the reason we're doing this, number one, is uh, we are out of storage space. We have a storage facility just down the street from the studio, and it's very full of either, um, A, things we bought um, for coverage, or B, um, various props and stuff we use for shows, um, and, and C, other assorted uh, things. Um, and so because of that, we need to clear some space. Also, we kind of need to raise some extra funds for um, a new thing we're doing, which I'll talk about in a second. So again, that'll be next Thursday at 8, a number of Disney Parks collectibles and items from um, essentially our vault, things we bought for photos and video content on the website and social media and um, all sorts of stuff like that. So um, stay tuned, and that'll be again next week on Thursday at 8 p.m. Meanwhile, something new, we have a brand new program that'll be de debuting right here on the channel on Tuesday, and that is the return of the WDWNT podcast. That's right. Uh, we're going to be back with a podcast starting this Tuesday, the 26th. Uh, Eric has told me supposedly the release time will be 10 a.m. Eastern every Tuesday. Uh, we've already got the first three of these in the can as of uh, recording of this right now. Um, Joe will have a little bit of news discussion, um, some long-form conversations. One of them, I know in the first episode, we're going to talk about uh, Disney adults. On the second episode, we're talking about the current state of the Disney online community. And, and Eric is, I know, very concerned about that one because I said some very controversial things pointed at a few individuals very directly in this community. Um, and then the third episode is going to be all about the Epcot expansion now that it's wrapping up. What went right, what went wrong, et cetera. Um, we've been missing long-form conversation here at WDWNT um, for a very long time. 
Um, we ended the podcast several years ago. And since then, like, yeah, we've had some discussions on News Tonight, and there was a show called Pressing Issues, and there's been a little bit of it on Park Center, but not really the way we used to do it, and I think it's a thing people miss dearly. And so Eric and I and a rotating cast of characters um, will be on the new WWNT podcast Tuesdays starting on September 26th. It is not only here on YouTube. There will be the video version you can watch right here, but it will also be available wherever you get podcasts from. So whether that's Apple Podcasts, um, or uh, whatever, whatever the place may be, Google, um, I don't even know what they use anymore, but we're on all these places. Um, the same feed that this, the audio version of this show populates a feed currently, um, that's the same place the podcast is going to go. So just search for WDW News Today or WDWNT and your podcast app or podcast service, and it is sure to pop up. And again, that's where that new show is going to be as well. But also, if you prefer video content, it's right here on YouTube every Tuesday as well. The other important thing I want to talk about, I know this is going to make a lot of people very, very happy, is uh, the future of this show. As of next week, News Today with WDW News Today is going back to three days a week. So we are back on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday starting next week. Now, I won't be here next week, um, but Eric will be here to host the show. Um, but in perpetuity moving forward, we will have three shows again. Um, it turned out to be a very slow news summer, and so the shows were a reasonable length when we started trying this out in July, um, this experiment where we cut off the Disneyland show and cut down to two a week of this show. And I said back then, I said, we're going to try this out and see how it goes. And as of late, there has been so much news that it is very clear that we need a third show just to give you guys a little bit of a breather. I know there's some of you that don't care what the length of the show is, but there's also probably a good percentage of people who do. So um, what we're going to do is order to get you some news in a timelier manner and also to get those shows back into a more reasonable and digestible time. Um, again, we're going to go back to three shows a week. And no, we're not getting rid of the International Park News. And this is I'm going to say this again for the 10th time now. And I apologize um, if I sound angry, because I am. Uh, several of you continue to comment that I like this show better when the International Parks News wasn't on it. That never was a thing. The International Park News has been on this program since it was started several years ago in the second bedroom of my apartment in World Gateway. It's always been on this show. It's always going to be on this show. What has moved off and on of this show has been Disneyland news, but that is going to stay as well. We're keeping Disneyland news in this show. So back to the way it was a long time ago, three shows a week and including Disneyland Resort news starting next week. Whew. All right, let's get going. Here now the news for September 21st, 2023. On Monday morning prior to the park opening, cast members spotted a bear in a tree at the Magic Kingdom near Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Frontierland. Since the park was not yet open to guests, Adventureland, Liberty Square, and Frontierland experienced a delayed opening, and guests were kept out of the lands while the search was on for the bear. During the fall, bears are more active as they search for food to pack on fat reserves for the winter. Same. Uh, this particular bear was likely moving through the area searching for food. At the time, the following attractions were all closed. It was all three lands, so Big Thunder, the Walt Disney World Railroad, the Pirates of the Caribbean, the Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise, Magic Carpets, Swiss Family Treehouse, Hall of Presidents, and Haunted Mansion. 
Just before 1 p.m., Walt Disney World reopened the three lands to guests, and around 1.15, West 2 captured video of the bear seemingly tranquilized and being carried in a large white tarp. The FWC says the bear is doing well after being released on the uh, Lake uh, Marion County line uh, last uh, earlier this week. The video of the bear's release can be seen on the West 2 website. It sees rescuers uh, banging on the top and sides of a large crate, encouraging the bear to leave. The bear exits the crate and runs off as the door is closed behind it. And one rescuer yells, good bear, good bear, go, go, go. It's like a, like a sports team chant. Go, go, go. Uh, the bear incident went viral, of course. It led to many jokes and memes across the Internet, mainly about the Country Bear Jamboree and the recently announced Country Bear Musical Jamboree. What a story. Um, it's good. And it's one of those, it's a fun story. It's feel good. No one was harmed. The bear is fine. People are fine. It's just kind of fun and interesting. Imagineers are sprinkling a touch of timeless pixie dust to refresh the Disney Fab 50 character collection statues at Walt Disney World. I'll put that in English for everyone now. That means they're finally removing the 50th anniversary medallions from the golden statues. The new statues were installed at all four Walt Disney World theme parks in the late summer and early fall of 2021 to coincide with the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Uh, as the world's most magical celebration wrapped up, Disney confirmed they had no plans to remove them. Disney announced that Imagineers would be touching up the statues over the next few months. They shared a photo of one crew member spray painting the base of the Timon and Pumbaa statue at Animal Kingdom. In the photo, the 50th anniversary medallion is gone and there's a visible circle of dots where it used to be and they're basically repairing that. There are 50 characters in total, only 36 statues though, as many uh, statues included more than one character. Most of the statues have the 50th anniversary medallion simply on a base. There are a couple though where the 50 is incorporated into the design. The refresh will involve more than just, you know, ripping something off and doing some repair work in that case. We'll have to wait and see what that looks like. I know Stitch is one of those. Um, Jacques and Gus was another one where they're carrying a big 50th medallion. We'll see what happens with those. And of course, the statues are interactive with Magic Band Plus. It's a big reason why they're keeping them because there's very little else to do with Magic Band Plus other than interact with these statues. So there you go. Finally, you know, how many months after the end of the 50th, they're going to rip the 50s off and fix these up, but they're going to keep them. As of now, Florida residents are able to purchase the Disney weekday magic ticket for visits to the Walt Disney World theme parks this fall. The weekday magic ticket was previously available in the late winter, early spring. The weekday magic ticket is valid Monday through Friday only from October 2nd through December 22nd. Here are the options. There's a two-day ticket for $98 a day plus tax, a three-day ticket for $72 a day plus tax, and a four-day ticket for $59 a day plus tax. Florida resident Disney weekday magic tickets are valid for admission for one theme park per day. The water park and sports option can be purchased for an additional $35 plus tax, and Park Hopper can be purchased for an additional $40 plus tax. And Park Hopper Plus, including water parks and sports, can be purchased for an additional $55 plus tax. The tickets and add-on options expire on December 22, 2023. A new offer is available to Disney Visa card members for stays at Walt Disney World Resort Hotels in early 2024. The Visa card members can save up to 35% on stays most Sundays through Thursdays uh, from January 9th of 2024 through February 22nd, and most nights from February 25th through March 24th of next year. They can save up to 20% on stays most Friday and Saturday nights from January uh, 12th through February 24th as well. A full list of which resorts are available and what the discount at that resort is is available at WDWNT.com, and a great way to book it is by our friends at Be Our Guest Vacations, who bring you 
this program as our official travel agent sponsor. Be Our Guest Vacations is, uh, is going to make your dream vacation possible with their concierge team of expert vacation planners. Head on over to BeOurGuestVacations.com slash WDWNT and your team will design your next magical vacation from the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts to the Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney and more. They're also able to book unforgettable VIP tours where you and your group can experience the ultimate park day. The best part is their concierge services are 100% free, so book today. And remember what I always say, make it their problem. Don't try to figure out how to book the Visa card deal. Make it their problem. Book with them. Parking lot trams have finally returned to service at both Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios after a three-and-a-half-year absence. This marks the first time all four parks have trams since March of 2020. Parking trams have been absent from Epcot and the studios again, of course, since that time due to the COVID-19 pandemic. All the parks were closed for a short period of time, with tram service eliminated for the sake of physical distancing when they began reopening in July of that year. However, even as Disney claimed the continued absence was for the health and safety of guests, distancing requirements were removed and attraction, uh, from attractions and other transportation in June of 2021, and then mask requirements from transportation were lifted in April of 2022. Entertainment and buffet meals returned as well, and Disney ended all safety precautions. Eventually, Disney Parks announced that these services would be returning to the Magic Kingdom in December of 2021. They also announced parking trams would be returning to the other Walt Disney World parks throughout 2022. Now, trams did, of course, return to Disney's Animal Kingdom as well on May 27th of that year. However, it didn't happen at Epcot and Hollywood Studios. They ended up missing the mark, and several months later, we were all still in the dark as to when trams would come back. But finally, in August of this year, they announced the trams would return this month in September, and now they have. So finally, um, this has finally happened. What's wild about this, I was at Epcot the other night, and... Seeing the trams there and operating, it had been so long that it felt like an extinct attraction had come back from the dead. It was as if you walked into the park and Horizons was suddenly operating. That's how long it's been. It was such a weird, eerie feeling to see it again. Um, I don't know. As if nothing had ever happened. It finally just popped back up. But trams are back. On September 22nd, brand new global marketplaces will be opening during the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. These, of course, are inspired by the Disney 100 celebration, which kicks off at Epcot this Friday. Also kicking off this Friday, of course, the Mickey and Minnie in their Disney 100 costumes meet and greet, as well as the return of Soarin' over California. They're all back, and we'll have coverage of all of that for you this Friday. Uh, the booths are Wine and Wedge. Um, this booth is available September 22nd through December 30th, by the way. The food items include assorted artisanal cheeses and accompaniments. The Borson Fig and Balsamic Souffle with Fig Tapenade. A Southern Pimento Cheese with Bread and Butter Pickled Vegetables and Grilled Bread. There's also an artist palette of wine and cheese, which will be similar to something they've had at Festival of the Arts, of course. There's also a number of uh, cocktails and beverages that will be available at that booth as well. Then there's Char and Chop. That's also going to last through December 30th. The food items include a roasted porchetta with lemon, parsley, salsa verde, and shaved fennel salad. A grilled impossible spicy sausage with herb polenta, uh, puttanesca sauce, and ricotta. A meat assorti, which is a trio of shaved meats with baby arugula, pickled mustard seeds, truffle oil, and grilled ciabatta. Uh, as well, they will have a number of beers and such available. Then there's Bubbles and Brine. 
available through the end of the year. It's a, they have a jumbo shrimp cocktail with Prosecco cocktail sauce and grilled lemon and a Jonah Crab Claw cocktail with stone ground mustard sauce. On their beverages, they have a number of wine options for you. Last but not least is Swirled Showcase, the one that's replacing that longstanding, uh, the, what was the temporary Starbucks uh, out between World Showcase and World Nature. Or I guess that's World Celebration technically over there. Uh, Mickey-shaped liquid nitro cake will be there as well as soft-serve ice cream and a waffle cone. They have vanilla, apple cinnamon, and salted caramel. There's a cream soda float with vanilla soft-serve and a Fanta grape float with vanilla soft-serve. And then for beverages, they have a number of very special options, including a frozen apple pie, which is non-alcoholic, a cinnamon apple pie cider, a, cin a cinnamon apple cider, I should say, which is non-alcoholic. There's Three Daughters Toasted Coconut Porter, but there's also that in a float with salted caramel soft-serve. Sign me up. There's a Berry Fizz Frangelico, a red sparkling wine float with vanilla soft serve as well. And last but not least, on September 22nd, you'll also find that Disney 100 Purple Mickey Mouse Balloon Popcorn Bucket will be available at popcorn carts throughout Epcot. New Oswald the Lucky Rabbit offerings are available to Walt Disney World annual pass holders visiting Epcot. In addition to the Passholder Magnet, which is now available at the Creation Shop, you can get two exclusive Oswald treats from the Sunshine Seasons in the Land Pavilion. The complimentary Passholder Magnet will be available through October 23rd while supplies last, as will these food options. There's the Oswald Triple Chocolate Cake for $6.99. It's chocolate cake, chocolate ganache, chocolate mousse, and crisp pearls in a white cookie dome. There's also the Oswald Cookies and Cream Shake for $8.99. It's definitely not the usual cookies and cream shake garnished with an Oswald the Lucky Rabbit chocolate coin Oh, wait, it is. Nonetheless, both are available now. Read the reviews at WDWNT.com. Ahead of the installation of the Walt the Dreamer statue at Epcot, a new collection featuring the sculpture has made its debut in the Creation Shop in World Celebration. The Walt the Dreamer statue is $95. The Walt the Dreamer statue sketchbook ornament is $26.99. And the Walt the Dreamer pin is $14.99. A new Walt Disney World license plate benefiting Make-A-Wish is rolling out to Florida this week. Uh, we got our first look at this plate uh, back in May of this year when Make-A-Wish America granted their 150,000th Disney Wish. The newly redesigned Walt Disney World specialty license plate will be available in local county tax collector's offices and license plate agencies, or DMVs, throughout Florida. They will directly benefit Make-A-Wish of Central and Northern Florida, helping grant even more wishes for children facing critical illnesses and their families. Since being introduced during the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, sales of the license plates have raised over $2 million for this Make-A-Wish chapter. According to a new filing with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, the Walt Disney Company will spend $60 billion in the next 10 years to expand and enhance Disney parks around the world, as well as the Disney Cruise Line. This is almost twice what Disney spent in the last 10 years of Disney Parks and Disney Cruise Line. This period included new lands of Pandora, the World of Avatar at Animal Kingdom, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and Toy Story Land at Hollywood Studios. Of course, also Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Uh, and Avengers Campus at both California Adventure and Disneyland Paris. New attractions in the last 10 years including Tron Light Cycle Run, Mission Breakout, and Cosmic Rewind, the Guardians of the Galaxy attractions, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, and the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, plus the entirety of Shanghai Disney Resort, which opened in 2016. That's a lot, folks. So they're saying more than that, double that, in the next 10 years. Disney's strategies for turbocharging the Disney parks, experiences, and products are as follows. To accelerate storytelling, expand the footprint, advance commercial leverage, uh, talent and reach new fans. 
During a presentation to investors and Wall, and Wall Street analysts at Walt Disney World on Tuesday, the Walt Disney Company CEO Bob Iger and chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products Josh Damaro said the company has over 1,000 acres of land for possible future development to expand theme park space across the existing sites, the equivalent of about seven new Disneyland parks. There are far fewer limits to our park business than people think, Iger said in an email to the New York Times. The growth trajectory is very compelling if we do nothing beyond what we have already committed. By uh, dramatically increasing our investment, including big, uh, building big, being ambitious, maintaining quality and high standards, and using our most popular IP, it will be tur turbocharged. Tomorrow noted that customers came back to Disney parks when they reopened after the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, saying, every time there has been a moment of crisis or concern, we have managed to bounce back faster than anyone expected. Of course, um, the Walt Disney Company is facing some dire financial straits right now. The stock price is not great. And the one business that has always been real solid is the Disney parks. And that's why there is a bustling Disney parks fan community. That's why we're here, right? It's because there are so many people who love these places. Um, you know, as I said before, you know, I think after D23 Expo and Destination D, the future, the future does look bright. I think there's going to be a lot of investment. We have a ton of cruise ships. All these lands and other projects already announced or the blue sky stuff that's in the pipeline where I know people keep coming back to are probably not even going to happen. I, I tend to think it is. The fact that they went back and redrew the Animal Kingdom plans and are still talking about the Magic Kingdom expansion means something's going to happen for sure. And the fact that that all just scratches the surface of what's possibly coming. Um, I think it's a good investment on their part, right? As a, as a fan, of course, I'm super excited, but um, I, I think as a business, it's very smart. They know the parks are the most, you know, dependable and often profitable division of the company, and they're gonna invest in them. This is, this is exciting, especially, you know, when you own a company that reports on Disney parks around the world and their growth and expansions and additions. It, it'll, I'm, I'm glad, I'm happy to know we will be busy for the next 10 years. Makes me very happy. When discussing potential theme park expansions at Tuesday's Investor Summit, Chairman of Disney Parks Experiences and Products Josh Damaro referenced to Wakanda from Black Panther as a possible expansion. Imagine bringing Wakanda to life, Damaro said. In terms of bringing the latest Disney, Marvel, and Pixar intellectual properties to the parks, we haven't come close to scratching the surface. And we have learned that incorporating Disney IP increases the return on investment significantly. Tomorrow also referenced Coco, Encanto, and Zootopia. Of course, Encanto is said to be a part of the Tropical Americas-themed land that may or may not replace Dinoland USA at Animal Kingdom. Also, as part of that update, Dinosaur would become an Indiana Jones adventure-style ride. Of course, it's tough to be a bug. is said to be replaced with a Zootopia show, and Coco was included in the original Beyond Big Thunder Mountain Railroad concept art. A Wakanda area could be an expansion to Avengers Campus at California Adventure, but more likely a separate expansion to Disneyland Resort. You may recall when they first announced Disneyland Forward um, that they included what looks like Wakanda in that art. Of course, uh, Wakanda could be built in a number of other places. One place Wakanda can't be built, though, Walt Disney World, because Universal still has the theme park rights. Tomorrow didn't share more details, but a Wakanda expansion is likely just a blue sky idea right now, but seems highly likely. The documentation for Disneyland Forward, a proposed theme park expansion plus retail hotel and parking projects for Disneyland Resort, was updated last week. And now a new discovery amongst the plans shows that Disneyland may extend its 1959 monorail route. 
According to the Orange County Register, this potential expansion is buried in a 17,000-page environmental impact report that was released last week by the City of Anaheim for Disneyland Forward. The document suggests that the Disneyland Resort could extend its monorail to a proposed 17,000-car parking garage and the Toy Story parking lot as part of the expansion plans. In addition to extensive network of landscape pedestrian thoroughfares, conveyance systems will transport Disneyland Resort guests around the project. The monorail or guest transportation system shall move guests from the hotel district to the theme park district, and future connections may also provide, uh, be provided to the future expansion southeast district. In the excerpt, the southeast district refers to the current Toy Story parking lot, which is currently being proposed as the theme park east overlay for the project. Per the register, connecting Disneyland and California Adventure to the Toy Story parking lot area via monorail uh, would likely involve a route through Anaheim Garden Walk, which is an outdoor shopping district that Disneyland doesn't own. However, Disneyland does own land behind Garden Walk along Disney Way, which is utilized for cast member parking. That area is now being uh, proposed as a future 17,000 space parking garage. As we previously reported, the environmental impact report also proposes potential use of a people mover or Disney Skyliner type transportation system to move guests between the theme parks and the parking garages. Though nothing is for, for certain, these documents offer a closer look at what Disney may or may not plan uh, for the future of the Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. As Disneyland Resort prepares for the return of the holiday season, the Magic Happens Parade at Disneyland Park will soon offer limited performances in October 2023 before hosting its final parade of the year. Starting October 2nd, 2023, Magic Happens will go down from two performances per day to only one at 6.30 p.m. Pacific time on weekdays. Weekends in October will still offer two performances at 3.30 and 6.30. After that, the parade will host its final performance of the season on October 15th, and following that final performances, no parades are currently scheduled at Disneyland Park until the return of a Christmas fantasy parade on November 10th. The annual holiday parade will run through January 7th of next year, alongside the other holiday offerings at Disneyland Resort. After a year-long closure to be reimagined, parts of Mickey's Toontown are closed again for updates to address persistent problems, said the Orange County Register. Mickey's Toontown reopened with updated play areas and more in March of 2023. Over the past few months, crews have been refreshing the land's artificial turf. Then construction walls went up around the whole of Centennial Park last week as part of a second round of refurbs in the land. The OC Register confirmed that Centennial Park is closed through October 22nd for refurb, and after it reopens, Goofy's Had a Play Yard will close on October 23rd for work. The update to the reimagining is addressing issues with the aforementioned turf, as well as water features and rubber flooring. The Centennial Park work will specifically include adjusting the soft surface around the Dreaming Tree, repairing a leak under the fountain, and replacing a section of artificial turf with brick pavers. The latter fix is at a crossing point where guests would walk, making it hard for kids to play on the turf. You may remember I did an honest review of the new Toontown early this year. One of the few negatives I had was specifically this little stretch of, of turf. And I was like, everyone's walking all over this. There's no way this is going to work. And... You know, here it is. It's being removed now. Anyway, the interactive Mickey and Minnie Fountain has seen issues before as well. Um, they've been working on that. They've worked on other sections. Uh, of course, in Goofy's had a play yard. More play elements will be added and repaired. Back in June, spring riders were removed from the yard, and in May, a birdhouse was removed. And though the water play area of Donald's Duck Pond did open in March after the rest of the land, it has since been closed and walled off. Disneyland officials said they hope to have construction work done by early November and apologize for the inconvenience. It's been a rough first year for New Toontown. 
Disneyland Resort is currently looking for cast members who excel on inline skates for a unique experience coming to the resort. The audition posting does not have any more information about the experience, but the requirements uh, are as follows. Disney Live Entertainment is casting inline skaters local to Southern California for a unique new experience coming to the Disneyland Resort. Pay will be $20 an hour. Auditions are due by 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on October 2nd, 2023. You can apply on DisneyAuditions.com. What this is for, we have no idea. Funny enough, there is a BMX and I think we'll include some inline skating show coming to Disneyland Paris next year, themed to Alice in Wonderland. Um, I assume this will not be what's happening in California. Um, the other thing that comes to mind is in Shanghai, they are debuting a Judy Hopps animatronic that is on rollerblades. So maybe that's also coming to California? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe a new parade? Could be anything. We'll let you know as we know more. Avengers hopefuls now have a new place to shop in Avengers Campus as Avengers Vault is now open at California Adventure. Inside is a vast array of merchandise for all your favorite Marvel superheroes, including Iron Man, Spider-Man, Captain America, and more. The interior of the store features a mostly silver and white color palette. Guests can choose to check out in person at the cash wrap or via mobile checkout through the Disneyland app. Avengers Vault is also the place to buy an Infinity Stone, their matching relics, and gauntlets. Here's a look at the other entrance and exit for Avengers Vault, offering guests two ways in and out of the store. You can watch our video tour of the Avengers Vault on our channel um, as well. Uh, this also means that the Superstore is now closed in Hollywoodland. Not even a month after its grand opening, the coverings on some of the posts supporting the Torrey Gate Bridge in San Francisco Square have already started to fall apart at California Adventure. The affected posts are on the side of the bridge closest to Pixar Pier. The damage appears to be only on this side of the Torrey Gate Bridge, and this close-up shows that pieces of the international orange covering installed on the bridge post have already started to come off. Here's a piece of the paneling uh, that's actually missing, exposing the structure underneath. However, uh, the straight, precise line suggests that this portion could have been intentionally removed, probably because this didn't fit during installation. On the right side of the post, the paneling has started to visibly separate from the rest of the covering. You could also plainly see holes where the screws should be, but aren't there. San Francisco Square's Torrey Gate Bridge, uh, of course, opened with the land a couple weeks ago, um, but uh, we'll have to wait and see uh, how long it's going to take to repair this or make this look better. The current version of World of Color, titled World of Color 1, is set to leave for the holiday season to make way for World of Color Season of Light, but now sources are suggesting the show will actually return in January of 2024 rather than the original World of Color show. World of Color 1 made its debut at California Adventure in January of this year as part of the 100 Years of Wonder celebration. The original World of Color uh, nighttime show debuted back in 2010. World of Color Season of Light will take over from November 10th through January 7th. Sources suggest that instead of the original World of Color returning, it will be World of Color 1, which was not the original plan. It's unknown when or if the original World of Color will return to Paradise Gardens Park. Uh, this is all rumor at this point. Disneyland Resort has not confirmed this, um, but it seems likely. We'll let you know when it's official. This makes me very sad. The original World of Color is my favorite nighttime show of all time. Um, World of Color 1 is not awful. It doesn't have um, a strong... It's not very coherent. Um, I did an honest review. I won't bore you. There's an honest review right here on the channel you can watch if you want my thoughts on the show. But um, I'm sad. I'm very sad. Let us know in the comments if you are too. Hope it comes back eventually. I hope it's not gone forever. Disney Band Plus, the Disney Cruise Line version of Magic Band Plus, is coming to the Disney Magic ship next month. Disney Band Plus is now on sale for guests with Disney Magic sailings starting on October 22nd. 
Guests can place a Disney Band Plus order between 45 and 11 days prior to sailing. Disney Band Plus was first introduced on the Disney Wish and then the other ships, the Disney Fantasy, this summer. It'll likely be introduced to the Wonder and the Dream soon. But Disney Band Plus can be used to board the ship at U.S. ports of call, access staterooms, charge food and merchandise, and link vacation photos. Kids can use Disney Band Plus to access the Oceaneer Club on board and Scuttles Cove on Castaway Key. Uh, they're waterproof, rechargeable, and interact with firework shows, of course, uh, on the ship as well. Uh, there are exclusive Disney Cruise Line band designs, but guests can also use a Magic Band Plus from Walt Disney World Resort or Disneyland Resort. Solid bands cost $34.99 and themed designs cost $44.99 plus tax. Shipping is included and orders are expected to arrive approximately 10 business days after ordering. There will also be a limited selection of bands available for purchase on board and guests cannot return or exchange a band. Walt Disney Imagineering shared a new video of Imagineers discussing their inspiration and process for redesigning the Disneyland Hotel at Disneyland Paris. The Disneyland Hotel is undergoing a royal transformation and will reopen on January 25, 2024. Art director Sylvie Massara spoke about creating the hotel's new lobby, which is inspired by the library from Beauty and the Beast. She drew inspiration from castles and the hotel's existing architecture, including the large fireplace. The video provides a first look at the light structure featuring Sleeping Beauty Castle, surrounded by drops of crystal. Set designers Sophie Kudru and Thomas Muller spoke about the hotel's 16 signature suites, celebrating five classic Disney stories, including Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, Tangled, and Frozen. There will also be a Beauty and the Beast-inspired princely suite and royal suite for Frozen. Disneyland Paris released concept art of all these suites and other hotel rooms earlier in the month. You can watch the video for a closer look at all the suites uh, on our website. For the absolute latest on these stories and all that didn't make it into today's show, be sure to check WDWNT.com and follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. You can support the entire team behind this show and others by joining the WDWNT Interglobe Society at Patreon.com slash WDWNT. Get access to exclusive content, discounted show and event tickets, and more. Special shout-out to all of our WIGS members watching who make this show happen every week. For the worldwide leader in Disney Parks news, this is Tom Corliss saying, enjoy the rest of your today, have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow.